Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to Trust Believe. I'm your host, Sean T. And today, I'm just going to give you my experience with my uh, sickness with the coronavirus and just talk through it with you all. And the reason why I'm going to do this today is because I know that there are a lot of people out there that are nervous to get it. Maybe you've had someone get it. Uh, But most importantly, I really had a lot of people ask me what my symptoms were and how was I doing. And so while I really appreciate that, I also wanted to take the opportunity to let you guys know what my experience was like. And then in addition to that, thank you for thinking of me. And the last thing I'll say before I get into the episode is... I know that there are so many people out there who Google, um, because I suffer from health anxiety. So I know a lot of people out there, they Google symptoms, they Google this, if they feel a certain way. And I'm not a doctor, but I'm going to give you my experience. And hopefully this will put your mind at ease a little bit. Uh, But always check with your physician. If you have any questions uh, or if you're suffering and we have a link in the bio, a link in the show notes below if you need some assistance with uh, the coronavirus. Thank you very much and get ready to trust and believe in my experience. Sean T and it's time to trust and believe. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. One week ago on January 27th, I had just finished a massage and I sat down in my chair uh, after my massage therapist had left. And I just remember finishing my massage and I just was like, you know, I don't feel really well, but I wasn't overly stressed about it. I just kind of thought I just got a massage and my body just was feeling a little bit drained. And so... I was fine with it. And then that evening, Scott and I were on the couch and I felt a little teeny tick tick on my throat and I was kind of coughing and I realized that I was keeping my head back on the couch, which I never sit like that. I always sit kind of 
straight up on the couch unless I'm actually laying down or we're really relaxing. And I just kind of was in more of a slump. And so I knew that my energy was just a little bit shot or a little bit weird. But I was like, you know, I got a massage today. I had tennis practice twice at two a days. And I just thought I was tired. We went to bed and around 2, 30, 3 o'clock in the morning is when I started getting that feeling of just being really restless, that malaise feeling. It felt like I had a fever, but it wasn't quite popping off, if you will. It was just kind of in this weird zone. And I woke up the next morning feeling just like, ugh. Not as strong as what some people would describe the flu, but just kind of in that realm. Like it was like, if the flu is a 10, it felt like like a four. And I was just kind of like, oh, something feels weird. But we had been tested. I had been tested, I don't know, like four times in the past eight, nine days, maybe 10 days. So I was kind of hesitant to think it was COVID, but I said, okay, you know, Scott was just like, you know, I had some body aches on Saturday, but I'm fine. He's like, I had a little stomach thing, but I'm fine. And I was like, okay. So I went throughout that day and I realized that around maybe two or three o'clock in the afternoon where I'm, I usually get an afternoon lull. You guys know I love to take a nap, but this time I was hanging out with my kids and they were like, can you give me some juice, Papa? Can you get me this? And normally, even if I'm tired in the middle of the day, I'm more like, okay, like I can get up, I can move, I can go work out if I want to. And this time, you know, they asked me like three or four times. And that's when I realized I was like, well, I must be tired. And so I kind of went throughout the rest of the day. I worked out. I was just like, you know, I'm not going to give it the energy, but I definitely wasn't feeling well. Then the night came and I started Googling, which I... I'm telling you right now, maybe you can go on, you know, reputable websites to get symptoms for COVID, but try not to go down the Google rabbit hole because you will turn into, you will go down this rabbit hole and this snowball effect, and it's just going to add more and more stress to your life. So I just ask you, all to just please try not to google call your doctor go to a reputable website we'll put some links below in the show notes just so that you don't go down this rabbit hole and build this snowball of stress i say that telling you not to do that but it's something that i suffer with so and that's again one of the reasons why i wanted to come on and talk to you about my experience but anyway i went down that little rabbit hole. And then I just realized, I said, I wasn't, I was trying not to exacerbate the situation, but I also said while checking my symptoms, I took one of those self-assessment tests on Google. And it was, it just said, if you feel like you're sick, you know, quarantine, reach out to your physician, whatever. So I just thought I'm going to go to sleep. If I wake up tomorrow and I feel better, then maybe it was, you know, something I got because here in Arizona over the past I guess eight years that I've lived here you know we've had we would return home from a really long trip and get like this achy kind of like low grade fever cold but it would last for a day and we call it like the phoenix flu we kind of call it and it's just some people have valley fever 
it could be the air quality that sometimes made us feel weird, but you know, we get over it quick. So I said, if I wake up the next day and I'm not feeling good, you know, I'm going to get a COVID test. Well, that night was the worst. I am pretty sure my fever was above 100.4 and I was tossing and turning. And then that morning I woke up and my fever was 105. And so after I got up and I drank some water, I started feeling kind of normal in terms of like bright eyed. I definitely wasn't bushy tailed. And I just said to Scott, I was like, I'm going to go get a test because it's just, I just don't feel good. And for those of you who are wondering, well, why didn't you quarantine from your family? It is a very long story, but I had quarantined from my family beforehand because we had someone who came to, who comes to our house test positive. So we, which wasn't a really smart idea, but we thought, okay, after eight or nine days of testing negative, then we're fine. And it was probably a day too early. So anyway, I went and I got tested and on my way there, I kind of realized that on Christmas evening, one of my kids had a hundred and one point something fever. It's not that I realized it, but I was kind of putting it all together. And I just said, like, you know, of course this is it because he had been exposed. I remember going to his room. He started crying and I felt him and he was hot. And I remember him saying, Papa, can you please make me feel better? And when your three-year-old says that, you're not like, hey, I'm going to lock the door and quarantine you in this room. You know, it's like, what? So, of course, I'm holding him and I'm thinking, like, this is crazy. So I went in and I got the test and I just kind of, they were like, it's going to take an hour and a half. And I said, you know, I'm just going to sit in this car. I don't want to find out while I'm driving. So I took this, the test. You administer it yourself. We have these uh, really great places in Arizona to get tested. They do a really good job of just making it accessible and you can get it for free if you need to. But I sat in my car and I just waited and I got the results via email and it said positive And I was just like, so mad. I was just like, I was mad a lot. I was just mad at how it happened, how it got into our house. I was mad that, you know, we opted to spend Christmas together when we probably could have waited five more days. But, you know, one of the things that's like weird about that situation is if we would have waited, then my boys, you know, one of my sons would have got sick. Then Scott would have got sick and there would have been two weeks before I even came home and I had already been away from home for nine days. So it would have been, it would have just been like a month away from home, Scott being sick with, it would have just been crazy. So yeah, I'm not happy that I'm sick, but it's just so many domino effect type things that happen because of this situation. Anyway, I test positive at the testing location and I call Scott on the phone. And I say to Scott, hey, I tested positive. He's like, oh, you know, F-U-C-K. And then he's like, should I come? And I'm like, yes, you absolutely should get tested. Called his parents because we were all together on Christmas. So then his parents got tested. Called Chip and Elliot and let them know. I'm just like, listen, everybody should just get tested because it's just what happens with coronavirus. Everyone eventually came back and tested positive. Here's the thing. When you hear on the news or if you read articles that you trust and they do tell you that a surge is coming because of an event like, uh, let's say, Thanksgiving or Christmas, 
there's a surge going to happen because the virus, and again, I'm not a doctor, but for us, it takes two to 10 days. And that's why they tell you to quarantine for 14 days for the virus to show up in some people. And then there's, there's this thing called shedding. And it's a, it's a really contagious virus. And so it was just like the snowball effect. And then, you know, for me, it was really important for me to call everyone. I had been in work in L.A. I stayed in an Airbnb. I literally called everyone except the people that I fear I could text and not, you know, they would be like, okay, I'm going to get this together. But I, instead of texting 80, 90% of the people, I called them because I just thought that was just the right thing to do. Hey, I tested positive. I was in contact with you. I'm pretty sure I know where I got it from, but it's important because you were with me the last couple of weeks. Later that day, or two hours later, Scott tested positive. Um, we didn't test the boys because we one had already tested positive. One, then they tested negative. Then obviously I told you about my one son, son who had the temperature. So And they were completely fine now. So then my in-laws tested positive. And again, like I said, ship tested positive. So that was Tuesday. And then Tuesday night, I actually slept and like drenched out. I think it was Tuesday night where I just drenched out my clothes because I was just like so hot. And I drenched out my clothes. And that's when I started to take a turn for the better. Um, I felt like I don't know if there's a fever break thing that happens with COVID. It's, it happens to everyone differently, but I ended up breaking my fever and I never got a fever again. It was hovering like normal to 99.2, which is not considered a fever with the virus. And then my body aches started to drift where one day they were all day long. The next day they would be like, I think Wednesday they were every hour or so. And then Thursday, it was like, it only happened three times. And then Friday, it I had like one or two bouts of body aches. And then I started to get a lot of energy as each day went on. And then Saturday, my nose just immediately got stuffy out of nowhere. It just, you know, and today, I'm filming this on a Sunday, which is a week after I gotten it. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I, uh, besides my nose feeling a little bit stuffy, my brain is back, my clarity is back and all that. But I do want to go back, uh, you know, a couple days just so you all know, for those of you who have like some specific questions. Um, On Wednesday, while I still felt uneasy, I definitely know that I had a mild case because I didn't experience any issues with breathing, uh, trouble breathing, nothing. Um, I bought an oximeter, which, you know, helps monitor your heart rate. And for me, just your oxygen, 
just to make sure. And But the reason why I wanted to go back a couple of days too is because my family, I wanted to tell you all, everybody experienced, had a completely different experience with COVID. And I'm only talking for the people that live with me. Like I said, Sanders showed up. All of a sudden, he didn't have it. Silas had it for like maybe 24 to 36 hours, somewhere in that window. Scott got body aches and a stomach thing. And then four days later, he shows up with his nose stuffy like mine. He sounds the same way as me. His dad just had a mild, felt like he had a mild cold with just being pretty tired a couple days. And his mom, I would say she had a hot and cold one day. And she kind of had it the worst because she had a little bit of the breathing thing. And she, everyone seems to be on the progress in the positive way. So, you know, there's some positive positivity there. But I'm just, I just want to tell you that everyone experiences this different. And that's why it's important when I said try not to Google anything except for the facts of what your experience is. Because if you go down this Google route, you can start being like, you know, I started when I Googled, I said, I need to stop this because it was like, you're fine. And then on day five, you experience this and then blah, blah, blah. And it really a lot of times when you're looking at information, I don't know if they design it to scare you, but. At least I know your brain, it definitely does a trick on your brain (laughs) and it makes you scared. And uh, a lot of times, you know, if you watch the news and stuff like that, I don't know what their goal is. But a lot of times it just seems like things are put out there to freak us out instead of just giving us the hard facts without freaking us out. I am a person, and I will say this, because I'm not downplaying the virus. It's serious. I don't care if it's a 99% survival rate or whatever the percent is. Don't mark me on my percentage. I take it seriously because if there's a 99% survival rate, there's a 1% death rate, right? And so that's one of the reasons why I'm mad that I got it, because I, in my personal oath... (laughs) Knowing that something this serious is happening in the world, I try to protect the 1%. That's just what I do. Some people are like, it's 99%. I'm healthy. It's a bad flu. And I'm like, cool. You're, the way you process COVID and the way you want to live your life, some people like wearing masks. Some people don't. Some people think they're fake. Some people wear them for support, even though they don't think it works. Some, You know, for me, I'm not one... At this point, after going through this year or last year, 2020, I'm not one to judge. I'm only telling you how I go about this situation. And, you know, my just my model on life is the golden rule anyway. So I want to help the person who is in the most trouble. And so for me, that's the 1%. And so if I got to do it, I got to do it. But it does bring another conversation into perspective with me, and I'm not a doctor. And the other conversation is, you know, so what about the flu? You know, what about the common cold? And and for me, even though I'm a healthy individual, it definitely makes me say to myself, well, I have the knowledge and commitment to make myself want to stay healthy and stay healthy so that 
I don't spread any sickness to other people and try my best to do that. It's not how everyone lives, but that's how I live. That's what I choose to do. Um, And from this experience, I'm going to choose to focus on that even more. I do want to say for the people out there who say, well, people just need to get healthy and they just need to have a great immune system. I agree. I've been doing health and fitness for 20 plus years. And if it was that easy for people to change, I wouldn't have a job. If it was that easy for people to change, I wouldn't have a new person starting a workout program every single day. And so for people who do say that, I understand your stance on people just need to get healthy. People just need to get healthy. I agree too. I'm very passionate about that. But for a second, I would like other people out there to take a look at your personal journey. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day. No one got ripped overnight. No one, even though some people know that they need to lose weight or they need to get healthy, it's not easy to make those decisions. There are some neighborhoods in the United States of America that don't even have grocery stores with fresh produce within one mile of the grocery store. There are people who can't afford Instacart and Uber Eats and afford the healthy food. And so while I'm hoping that there are some government programs out there and I'm actually going to do some more research, I've already donated some money to just some lives I've seen on Instagram that I've seen some people do. But I just want us to be very mindful of like the type of community that I came from and some people that I know came from and people that I know that live in communities that have older people who never had a smartphone and then all of a sudden this virus comes and we want them to be like, you need to eat this and be healthy and go get fresh produce and they can barely afford it or they can't get a smartphone or they have to wear their mask or they don't have an immune system. You know, the world changed very rapidly and while I believe that there's a percentage of America that has the knowledge and education and the ability to commit to better health, 100%. I believe that if you have the ability, if you know what it's like, you have a duty to keep your immune system healthy. But we have to be mindful that it's just not that easy for everyone else out there to just switch. If it was, people who write amazing books or put out amazing workouts, we would, yeah, we would have people working out But we would no longer need to produce so much content because everyone would be at the top of their game and people aren't. Even people who look as healthy as possible, they may not eat the healthiest, right? They may not, just because they're young, like I was talking to one of my friends, just because they're young doesn't mean they have a great immune system. Just because someone's thin, six foot, 165 or 5'4", 118, Just because they're thin or small doesn't mean that they're healthy. And it doesn't mean that they're in the right mindset, which takes me to the last thing that I want to talk about, mental health. Mental health is a major part of this pandemic. And obviously, the coronavirus was the driving force for this massive change in our world. But the besides the sickness and disease itself, the thing that... The other sickness and biggest effect that it's having on us as a community and a world is our mental health. I've heard so many people talk about it. I actually, a few weeks ago, was just very upset. And I I reached out to a new therapist 
And I'm so excited to begin that process, even for me, because last year was just crazy and wild. And it and it brought to surface just a lot of things. So before you go out and post comments on people's things and like whether you agree with this or disagree with that, just be a little bit more mindful of people's mental health that may actually be commenting to reach out for help or just I can't change everyone and not everybody's going to follow the rules and not everyone believes in being kind and being nice. But if you're listening to this, I just hope that you are able to kind of think before you type, think before you speak, think before you post and kind of ask yourself, am I aiding in the betterment of someone's mental health before I post this? And if I have a really strong belief about the virus or the immune system or exercise or whatever it is, is the way that I'm saying something going to help someone or is it going to bash them and push them down and make them feel really bad? And I really try to make, then I made some mistakes in my life where, you know, the way I spoke to people, even though I'm like really mad or angry or passionate, it feels good for me to say that because I'm getting something out. But at, at the end of the day, is the way that I'm putting out my message, is it going to help someone or is it going to push them further away? Is it going to hurt them? Is it going to dig them in a hole? And so I think we all have the responsibility to try and at least communicate in the best way that we know how with whatever way you feel and your opinion is, because I just don't think that we're able to change people's opinions at all. So just focus on being kind. Last but not least, I did my first workout yesterday. I'm about to do my next workout today. Yesterday I worked out for 20 minutes. Today I hope to work out for 25. I'm not gonna overdo it. Just because, again, like I said, Rome wasn't built in a day in my recovery. I'm not gonna be 100, 100%, you know, tomorrow. So I just think it's really important not to put the pressure on yourself. If you are a new exerciser, new to health, or if you're just getting over COVID and you know, just do the best you can do. There are a lot of vitamins and stuff that I took uh, to help make myself better. But I have to be honest with you all. I'm not a doctor. I had one doctor appointment and I spoke to one of my doctors and they gave me things that are going to aid and, and, and make me feel better. But I might have one of those people as a guest on just about immune health and in general, so you can hear from someone who can really tell you about vitamins and minerals and supplements and what they're called and how many IUs you're supposed to take. And because it, it, it's it's a really complex scientific conversation that while I do know it's in my brain, I would just be regurgitating what was told to me. And I'd rather bring you an expert's voice on, you know, maybe the things that you can do to help you out in the world of just being as healthy as possible in that realm. I can help you with exercise and I can help inspire you to continue to commit. I can help you with other stuff too. But this show is about me staying in my lane and bringing on people that's going to help educate me and help educate you so you can continue to come back and continue to listen. Thank you guys so much. I will definitely update you on my progress. Please follow me on uh, any other social media platform for my daily ins and outs and craziness and keep it here on your podcast app or on YouTube just to continue to have these conversations. And like I always say, I hope 
that you continue to trust and believe in who you are and just know that if you're under the weather, if you're not feeling mentally great, don't be afraid to reach out to your doctor. Don't be afraid to reach out to a therapist. Don't be afraid to talk to your friend, family, or someone you love so that you can stay mentally strong and as physically strong as possible and continue to dig deep with me in your workouts. And always trust and believe in who you are. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.